Hi, my name is Dominic Klamhofer and you hear Modern Sport Talk. Today we're going to discuss about the big topic. Are football players too expensive? We have a special guest here today. Please welcome um, the ex-football player Frank Lampard. Good morning Frank, how are you today? Good morning Dominic, it's an honor to be here. We are very happy to have you here. But now I will come to the first question. Um, Frank, do you think football players earn too much money? I am not think so, um, because a football player has to be a star. He train very hard um, and he also should be a, a good role model for, for the audience and inspire the audience and he should be a very important person and so um, I think it's good that the football player earns more money than a normal worker. Thank you Frank for your honest opinion. Now we listen to an audio um, who's called how is a player's transfer free calculated? $148 million. That's how much PSG spent on Neymar. With this sum of money, you could buy two Airbus A320s, 13 Bugattis Le Voiture Noir, the most expensive car in the world, or even 310,000 iPhone 11s. How can Neymar be worth this much money? To put it simply, it was the price Barca had fixed on his release clause. But aside from that, how do clubs set the price of a player? That's today's question. Before looking into the various criteria, you need to know two things. Footballers used to sign lifetime contracts until they were roughly 35 years old and not for fixed time periods. But these were banned by players' unions in the 1970s in Europe. And the second thing is that in 1995, there was a footballer who went to court to challenge the transfer rules. That footballer was Jean-Marc Bosman of the Bosman ruling. This ruling completely changed the transfer market. As a result, players are now free to go where they want. Transfers have multiplied, as have the prices. Moving on to the various criteria used to calculate a player's price. So here we go, with the basis for working out the price. The buying club has to buy for the years remaining on the player's contract. The longer the time remaining on the player's contract, the more money the buyer will have to pay out. On the other hand, when the end of the player's contract approaches, the club, which own the player, is more likely to let the player leave for a lower price than watch them leave for free, like a certain Aaron Ramsey. Age might be one of the most important reference points today. The younger a player is, the more they will cost because of their huge potential. And the bigger the potential, the greater the likelihood of selling the player for even more money. Which is why an Mbappé, Dembélé or a Sancho won't be sold for less than $110 million. Did you notice that I've only been talking about attacking players? There's a reason. Because position is important. Attacking players are judged to be more impactful than defenders and goalkeepers, which is why no defender costs more than $110 million. While for a top-flight striker, 
least $110 million. Performances and stats naturally have an impact on a player's price. If the player is capable of scoring 15 goals in the Champions League, that bumps the price up. It's the same if the player continuously plays matches at the highest level without getting injured. International football can also be included in the performance and stats section. Does the player play at an international level? Are they captain of their national squad? Yep, all that counts. On to the final criteria. The stakeholders are often forgotten, but they have a huge impact on the price. During negotiations, the selling parties can ask for a higher price so they have the means to replace the player they are selling. Agents can also push up the price. They can shop around, circulating rumours. In the end, the player signs for the club, which offers the most. Do you remember Robinho? He wanted to sign for Chelsea and had accepted the offer, but he ended up playing for Manchester City. He even said, Chelsea made me an incredible offer and I accepted it. The official excuse was that Chelsea had sold shirts before the deal was finalised, which potentially upset Real Madrid. Pastor's agent also made Chelsea believe that they were going to have Pastor to put pressure on PSG, who made a better offer. Negotiations are complicated because they take place between four stakeholders. The seller, the buyer, the player and the player's agent. But the CIES Football Observatory might have found a solution. Very interesting. Frank, what's your opinion to this audio? As an ex-football player, um, I remind exactly the same things and yeah, the, video, the audio was very great. Thank you, Frank. Now we're going to listen to interviews um, with students from Austria. What do you think about that football player earn so much money? Uh, I think that football players earn so much money because they play at a very high level and if they win anything like, for example, Champions League, they get, also they get a lot of money. Is it fair that soccer players earn more money than a hard worker in the industry? Of, co of course, it's absolutely unfair. And a hardworking person in the industry should also be earning a lot more. In my opinion, these workers should earn more than football players because they work hard every day and it's important for our community what they do. Earned money um, playing for your club and how much was it? I have not made any money from playing football because in our league it's not common to get paid for example in our league in the zweite klasse not everybody gets anything paid except for gas gas money to fill up your car and to drive to training do you think um, students playing in low leagues should earn money no, 
I think students should play because football um, is fun for them, but not um, because they earn money. And for students, it's also good um, because they are part of a team. Thank you, Frank. It was great to having you here. Um, for today, we're finished. And don't forget, watch Modern Sport Talk.